Hey there, listeners. Cole here again. Uh, this is part two of our coverage of Stormvale Castle, uh, which we are releasing as uh, kind of a celebration of the new uh, DLC announcement, Elden Ring's anniversary. Just a, it's a big time right now. Uh, so check out the previous episode uh, if you didn't hear uh, that, you didn't hear part one. Um, please understand that uh, there is possibly going to be some outdated information in here. We did record this uh, sometime last May or so. Um, yeah, uh, we appreciate your forgiveness on that. Uh, this should give you an idea of what we sound like when we're talking about the game's legacy dungeons. And if you enjoy it, there are about 50 more, uh, with more coming, 50 more ep episodes about Elden Ring over at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, uh, in addition to just a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. Well, who do we have here? Tarnished, are you? Clearly not one of Godric's lot. I am Nefeli Lee. Tarnished and warrior like you. I'm here by decree of my father. How utterly repellent this is. This grafting of Godric's ill befits a lord. He's tainted the very winds. If you intend to challenge Godric, I ask you call upon me. The winds run foul with his deeds. I'm certain father would permit me aid the fight. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat it is a kind of like a settle down beavis favorite a little Soon. bit we got some settle down beavis going on yeah we got a couple of settle down beavises <laughs> showing up uh, do, do, you, do you want to clarify what that means for anybody who might just be tuning in imagine a beavis <laughs> uh, imagine a freestanding beavis that needs to settle down now rotate rotate him in your mind just once. Yes. Okay. There we go. Yeah. He's real yeah. agitated. Zoom. Enhance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> uh, we left off uh, at the courtyard of Stormvale. This is part two of our Stormvale episode. Uh, this is where we would enter uh, or where we'd get to eventually if we came in through the other way. All roads are going to lead through this. Um, a big field uh, that is well defended. Uh, just kind of packed with these exile warriors who are behind these shields of uh, these portable uh, kind of defenses. Um, some of which have these dragon flame turrets mm -hmm. there. Uh, the rest have crossbows. <laughs> they have flamethrowers. Yeah. Uh, this, and this area is full of tall grass. You can sneak through here. Yeah. Uh, you can also summon for this area if you need to. Mm -hmm. uh, they know it's a bottleneck. Yes. Uh, you can you can decide exactly how big of a fracas you want to turn this into. Yes, I am. Uh, when you get further uh, into this, the other side of it, there's some some action, but we can actually duck back into the house. Yeah, uh, here down into this uh, this larder in the corner uh, that is useful and interesting. Before we continue, yeah, uh, you go down here. Uh, it's real tucked away and seems like a regular kind of cellar. 
right? You've got uh, some giant rats and stuff, but there is a sealed imp door here. You have to use a stone, stone sword key uh, to uh, open this up. Uh, somebody wanted to protect this, and we're going to see this is, the, the, this is kind of the, um, the havel. Uh, moment to a certain degree uh somebody wanted yeah. an insurance plan against the gods yeah yeah in in, in content like yes. they wanted to protect this is the second imp door you know they wanted to protect their awful awful shield as well <laughs> you know like there's uh but what's actually in here is interesting yes uh when you get in um we find the god slayer's seal uh seals are what they what you use to cast miracles mm-hmm. in this game um and uh the godskin prayer book yeah uh Uh, godskin i wonder what that's about it's literal uh (laughs) this is one of the major factions of the game it is one that we are just now learning about yes uh so Um, these are a whole bunch of apostles uh who worshipped uh the destined death and served under the dusk-eyed queen uh, but they harness mm-hmm. the power of the black flame uh, in order to kill people who are um, associated with the gods. Uh, specifically, yes. this is, you know, kind of like meant to be like a, you know, a very particular kind of nuclear fire that will wear the gods down specifically. It's, yes. it's very diminished. Uh, like we get to see and use the black flame, uh, but uh, it, it is not as powerful as it could be. Uh, but it is still, you know, not anything to sneeze at. It, it gives you a damage over time effect that is not a status effect, mm-hmm. which means you can't cure it. Right. Uh, and it happens to you and you can use it. It's not something that sp- it was designed to kill gods, but it'll kill anything just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out the Godskin apostles um, are trying to kill people who are pursuing any for- sort of godhood, including Elden Lordhood. Yes. Um, as we'll find them uh, when we see what places they tend to be guarding when we actually meet one uh, in the flesh and the flesh that they're in. <laughs> yeah, because uh, uh, because they're, they're they're not just uh, killing killing them and skinning them. They are fashioning that skin into some of the most horrifying pieces of armor we've seen in a, in a front game. Some of the ugliest armor. Oh yeah, we've skinned. <laughs> uh, if you ever wondered why they don't make dresses out of faces, like <laughs> it's not just for moral reasons. <laughs> it's not on. It could be a pretty bad dress. It, I mean, the faces got yeah. holes in them. Yeah, it, it doesn't look good. <laughs> um, the uh, so the as we mentioned, these serve dust and death. Uh, we talked about the dusk eyed queen. The dusk eyed queen is one of several. Uh, demigods we don't learn tons about right in the game we learn some stuff it's not nothing mm-hmm. but uh this is one of the early allusions to there being uh you know the the central reveal of the cosmology of elden ring is that everyone who's here thinks that uh the greater will is the only game in town yes and it never has been it's just the most recent game we have mm-hmm you know yeah. the dusk eyed queen is also a player there's this whole cosmic chess game where the land between is being used as the board mm-hmm. um and this is one of the players we yeah. just happen to learn the most about the greater will mm-hmm. because it has really good pr you know and yes. recency bias. Like, literally <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a whole religion around it yeah well and also the like it, it, the kingdom uh, uh the, the kingdom of the golden order it colonized all this stuff imposed its rule you know, it is, as far as you can tell, the, the the only option for religion in this place, because its symbol literally looms over the entire world and blots out the sun. I'm sorry, and replaces the sun. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the uh, 
the idea of this this being here is interesting because it's it's either that uh Godric was hoarding god killing stuff mm-hmm. similar to to uh Havel. You know, that that would make a sense. Yep. Um the gods will come towards him. And when you don't know that the gods are kind of shitty, that sounds real bad. Yeah. Uh and fits in really well with what we know of Godric. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, he's oh man, he's he's doing this conspiracy. Mm-hmm. This is one of the only things he did that was worth doing. Oh, it's real you sensible. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the, the apostles are not good, but the gods are also not good. Yeah. It's not ridiculous to have this stuff around. And the, and the shattering was, you know, it was a gigantic war, but remember it was it was a succession war. Um yeah. so you end up with um uh you know all these proxies and stuff, but like at the end of the day, Godric knows uh, I have a whole lot of like really powerful uh, relatives who do not want me to have any claim at all to this power. They probably will come and kill me. Um, yes. You know, and we're going to find the other people, you know, the, the, the other actors from the shattering itself uh, who didn't just hide among the peasantry and hide among the women folk, um, you know, who uh, just uh, did acquit themselves well in the war, who are much better suited to just coming by and stomping, stomping Godric. He knows he's outmatched. So this is the only advantage that he can get. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, the other uh, thing here, just in reading about um, and, and reading some of these, this is the uh, this is the first mention of Malekef that we've seen, mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, um, America's uh, uh, like beast, almost like champion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is the way that uh, that, that Malekith is presented, almost like a, like an enforcer. Yeah, and it's going to be a minute before we learn too much more about Malekith. Yeah. Um. Because this game is about hidden identities, we talked about D a few episodes ago. Uh, the person D sends you off to meet mm-hmm. uh, is related, but you know, so it's it's another one of those things where you meet somebody who's important without knowing you did it. Yes, which happens so often that it, like it almost doesn't feel worth pointing out, except mm-hmm. the fact that it happens so often that it's clearly important. Yes, <laughs> uh, to this, the idea of identities and wearing other skins, uh, sometimes literally, is <laughs> huge. Yeah. If you go to the back of the storeroom, uh, this you get out uh, into this position where you can get this drop on the soldiers that are manning the ballistas, uh, mm-hmm. which is good. Gives you a more advantageous uh, way to take out that courtyard. Yeah. There. Um, <laughs> and if you had just gone uh, through that main gate where Gostick was, these guys had uh, ballistas trained on you. Yeah. You can get through that. We talked about that last episode. This is much easier because yeah. you can take out the uh, covering fire. Yeah, those ballistas are no joke, even for really high-powered characters. They'll knock you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you get back to Gastok. He doesn't own up to trapping you. He doesn't own up to stealing your souls. Uh, but he will sell you terrible items. He's a Magikarp merchant. Because <laughs> if you don't kill him now, you eventually becomes a good merchant. <laughs> and he gets that item. But for now, he's just a shithead. Yeah. Uh, the other detail here, there are tons of dead bodies stacked up on the inside of the gate. These are commoners. Um, these are people mm-hmm. who are shot in the back attempting to flee. Yeah, yeah. I assume these were uh, tarnishedes, tarnishedes mm. uh, who who got in. Oh, yeah. uh, given that they and this is you know they got to harvest those bodies from somewhere. Uh, the fact that they're piled up um, against they're piled up against the inside of the gate, though. Well, I think they were trying to get away. No, <laughs> like I think the tarnished would try to get away as well. I just don't think that there's anything that would say they're deserters. No, oh. um, maybe I read them as deserters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Uh, the uh, everyone else seems pretty loyal. Yeah to the uh to the zone uh for no reason <laughs> well all um, the disloyal ones are dead they're piled up against the inside of that gate 
Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah, I just I and they're also not soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're commoners. Yeah, so they're not uh, warriors. They're like the the guys who in the rest of the castle just sit on sit cross legged and wait for you to pass. Yeah, so they can yeah. stab you in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, gostics. Yeah. Uh, in the courtyard, you get to the other side of it. Um, you can head towards the rear there. There's a little uh, portrait studio <laughs> off the side. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we can get a painting um, here called Prophecy. Uh, if you go to the place where that was painted on the Weeping Peninsula, you get the Warhawk Ashes. Uh, yeah. We talked about those. Those are useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we talked fly. about those They're on a different hit. podcast over on the Red Mage cast. I, uh, oh, I, shit. I, yeah, I, yeah, I like these things. This will summon one of those Warhawks, like a specific named one uh, that performed mm-hmm. a particularly heroic task. Um, yeah, but this is, this is good because a flying enemy against a, specifically a boss, uh, boss, boss AIs don't really know what to do with flying enemies. Uh, so it's a great yep. way to confuse them and give yourself a lot of wider openings. The, uh, I think the description for this one is where the detail that the birds are grafted. Yes. Uh, explicitly. The only reason why that's really noteworthy is because we're going to run into a lion thing that has a sword tied to its arm mm-hmm. that isn't quite grafting. Yeah. Like they use that as a, as a term of art. Um, there's also an omen here. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, uh, a non-royal omen, you know, <laughs> what with the horns and stuff. Yeah. Um, they're really tough. Wow. Uh, just, uh, big, big fat dudes who do a lot of wrestling moves <laughs> on you. Uh, it really, really hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. Uh, or it's hard to look at in terms of like, like hard to read, uh, in their silhouette just because they are so, you know, uh, they're, they're just malformed, right. Literally mm-hmm. cursed and, and grown this way. Um, and add on top of that, the fact that, you know, if you were sneaking through or if you didn't deal with all of the banished, uh, folks at the front of the courtyard, uh, they may join in the fight and be plunking you with crossbow bolts, um, while you're trying to deal with this guy, uh, I, you you, you want to sneak past this guy dealing with him is not necessarily to your, to your advantage right now. He has a dog with him as well. Yeah. Which makes him hard because you have to take out the dog. Uh, he's not aggro right away. He's kind of just like sitting on his butt. Um, he, in this courtyard, there's also a statue. One of the statues that has upgrade materials Mm -hmm. stuck in it. Oh yeah. Uh, He cannot smash it. Uh, you have to bring a a troll here Mm. to do that. So you have to do the one Um, from up the, uh, up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Wow. it's kind of a tricky puzzle. Uh, on my second playthrough, on the first playthrough, I didn't pay attention to those at all. I saw them. I was like, oh, I bet you that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then they just disappeared from my brain. Yeah. Uh, in my second playthrough, I was like, oh, that was irresponsible of me. I need to see what's inside all of those turtle treasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I tried to get all of them. Yeah. Uh, and they're just upgrade materials. There's not a secret hidden in any of them I found. Mm-hmm. But um, this is one of the harder ones to get because you have to deal with that omen first uh, in order to make it make sense to have the giant come down here to the courtyard. You don't really want to fighting both fronts. I would not have thought that the um, that the uh, troll's leash would be long enough to get down here, but it yeah. shows me. <laughs> he will come down. Yeah. Uh, so when you get to the back of this, the back of this courtyard, there's kind of a branched path uh, with a site of grace. Um, this is a good place to to work from as we kind of poke out into a couple of different areas, either towards the end of the dungeon or uh, as we're actually going to go. Uh, down to this horrible secret under the castle. Yeah, the source of these roots. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, just a ledge here we can walk down. We go down here, and then we're in this kind of like ditch down here full of these broken statues. Um, there are bats mm-hmm. and rats down here. 
uh, that will fight. Just kind of showing you that this is reclaimed a little bit. Yeah. By, by pests. <laughs> uh, there's a dung beetle down here that will give you a spell called Ranker Call. Um, it summons spirits, uh, these like, you know, evil skulls. Mm-hmm. And this is our first mention of Garrus, um, the necromancer who developed it and developed a lot of these death spells. Uh, we'll meet him later. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, he's a guy. We're going to fight him. He's, he, he's a yeah. dude. And the lore around him, the fact that he's making spells like about his family and stuff, uh, just a real stand in for pinwheel. I thought that was very, not, yeah, it sounds very pinwheely. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Uh, but you drop further and, and you know, the broken statues give way to like full skeletons, uh, dead people, broken bones, skulls, uh, and the whole area is kind of been choked with roots and um, it's dark and misty. Uh, all of these are telltale signs that death root is about. Yes. Uh, also uh, about no is good. one of the worst enemies. God, I hate these. <laughs> I hate these ulcerated tree spirits. God, I, they're really bad. I mean, we talked about them before. We're not going to, Talk about oh. how shitty they are. Ever. I mean, we actually probably will. So, <laughs> so buckle up for that. For the, the rest of the season, every time we run into these, we're going to say like they're really shitty. They don't get better. Uh, <laughs> they don't get better. They get worse. Uh-huh. Um, and my specific bummer for this guy was when I first played the game before I had done my like research pass, mm-hmm. you know, um, my, my rhythm for these games is I go through the first time with as few spoilers as possible. I don't want to know anything. Mm-hmm. Then once I beat it once, I give myself license to look up whatever I want. Yes. Uh, man's got to have a code. Despite my trying not to get any spoilers, I kept seeing reference to hidden boss of Stormvale. Yeah. After my first run through, because uh, mm-hmm. I didn't find this. And I was like, oh shit. Like, what is that going to be? Is that going to be like the old Storm Lord yeah. oh. got in the basement? You know? <sighs> what kind of cool shit is that going to be? And then when I found out, it's just another iteration of this asshole. <laughs> like one of the worst bosses in the game. Uh, fuck man. Mm, no it sucks. Like I get why it's here. Like I understand why, why this would show up in a place polluted by death root, right? This is literally, you know, something akin to the, uh, the avatars, right. That has been so corrupted. Uh, that it becomes its own its own thing that desperately needs to settle down, comma Beavis. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, to to hear, I I I also, you know, I didn't find this place the first time that I came through. Had heard, okay, the secret beneath uh, beneath Stormvale. Um, yeah, I didn't have like a boss hyped up, but when I saw that, it's just here. You have a free roaming one of these guys. I don't know any one of these that I have to fight is too many. So, yes, agreed. Yeah. Um. When you, you can run past him, you don't want to because there's stuff you can do on the other side of this, but you can just run. Yeah. Um, or you beat him, you get a golden seed, like all of them, yeah. or like most of them. Uh, the reason why you want to fight him is because when you get past him, there is a legitimate, like, pretty jaw-dropping set piece. Yeah. Um, the, all of this death root, this big pile of death root, death root with a face growing out of it. Yeah. Just kind of like... You know, like like roots prizing their way in through the uh, through through the corner at the bottom of a wall in a basement, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, cracking in and then just exploding and lumping upward to a to to a malformed to a malformed face, humanoid face, 
um, uh, into the foundation Huge here. It, it, gigantic. It's 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 room yeah. filling. Uh, the eyes, nose, and forehead are distinct. Like you can see them. Like this is you know a humanoid face. But the mouth instead is is malformed. It's kind of melty, um, and it's spewing out these like death root tendrils. Like this is where the you know the smaller roots are reaching out and prizing their way um, into the castle. And notably, if you attack this thing, it bleeds. Yeah. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, when you, we were here, there's a couple other things of note, like this is just great looking. Yeah. Really unsettling. Uh, very designed for you not to know what the fuck <laughs> this is what's going on. Uh, there's a blood stain here. Um, and this is a rare instance of an NPC in the game doing human, you know, doing player stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a cinematic blood scene. This isn't a blood stain. This isn't another player. Uh, this is Rajir. Mm-hmm. Um, when we see him get lifted up in the air and afflicted yeah, uh, by this and dying, this is the same death that we get, uh, when we get, uh, the, um, what the death fog? Yeah. The death curse. Yeah. Yeah. Death curse. Like the stuff that the uh, worm faces that we'll run to later puke up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will happen to us. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of the equivalent of curse <laughs> in this game. Um, we have to, this is a quest step. You yes. have to check out this bloodstain because you have to be able to ask Rogero about it later. Yeah. You have to ask what happened to him, uh, when you find him back at, uh, because by this point he'll be gone. Uh, he will have left yes. that, you know, it, there are a couple of different ways to get him to, to get him to leave that chapel. But, uh, you know, around this time you will have uh, done one of them. Um, but yeah, we want to be able to ask him because he is very concerned with the death route and specifically with the fate of Godwin. There's a body down here um, that uh, has a seemingly useless item uh, called the Death Prince's Pustule um, that has a very meaningful, um, a very meaningful with, description. It raises vitality. Oh, does it? Like it's it's a yeah, it's it's a talisman. Oh, oh, I thought. Um, sorry, I thought it was a consumable. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it looks it looks like it's going to be that or just a key key item that just is there for lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you never know what's going to be a talisman. Yeah, that's the thing. In this game, you know, <laughs> it's a talisman. Here's a pro tip you might not have realized. When you pick up an item, there's a little icon in the upper right corner of the uh, of the uh, window there uh, that will actually uh, correspond to the icons in your inventory that says where you can find this. Uh, boy, mm-hmm. I really wish that uh, in your inventory there was just a recent items a bin that you could go to me too yeah so that you know because so i so you didn't have to spend the time hunting for the new stuff that you got if you're you know doing the lore stuff like i am like i'm I'm, i want to get in there and see um what the story is on this to try and get the pieces together going and hunting sometimes it is unclear where something is going to be filed Yeah. yeah even even if you sort them within that category by recently acquired you still have to know the category yes um but the description on this is pretty important Uh, it says it is said that the pustule came from the visage of the prince of death he who used to be called godwin um as first dead of the demigods it's said he's buried deep under the capital at the aired tree's roots so this is associated with godwin uh his body is buried like we know where his body is according to this like it's up under the capital right um, yes. his body's accounted for. Why is his face here? Why is his root here? We're going to yeah. find, we're going to find uh, out why, but like, or you know, not, not find out exactly why, but like, it makes a little bit of sense. This is, that this is kind of his castle, you know? Well, not, I mean, just the, the, him being in the, the roots of the Erd tree and the roots of the Erd tree being everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like there is a element that he is changing this death route. Yeah. You know, it's it's almost like um like it's almost like the vegetable gremlin. 
Okay. You know? Yeah, no. Uh, like, I imagine could, if could. you opened up a salad bar and the vegetables <laughs> had formed themselves yeah. into the farmer. <laughs> you know? It'd be real You're, scary. But I, 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 that's basically I, like what it, I, my read on what's happening. It's there. funny, but I don't want to give you any, any, I don't want to give you anything because you're obviously very proud of this poll. <laughs> no, I just, I love talking about gremlins. It's a perfect film. Um, but like, imagine like if, you know, you buried me and mm-hmm. then a little tree grew out of the ground above my corpse and the tree looked like me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just the power of the first dead mm-hmm. of the demigod influencing the world around it. Like he still has this power yeah. even as a corpse. Yeah. And he's extending the death route to make his own kind of shadow network of the, of the air tree, you know? Um, yeah, uh, just as uh, kind of a vessel for this, you know, for this force, right? You know, he is touched by the uh, by the rune of death, and that is what is creating the death root, um, and trying to supplant the uh, the earth tree's roots and things like that. Why is this the only one of the roots that ends up looking like a face, like he is here? All that I can think is this is a place that is dear to him. It was his dad's castle. He grew up here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, when you when you find uh, find him. Yeah. It looks real similar to this too. Yes. Like where he's at. But I, I could see the, the dad's castle thing, even though his dad also lived in Lindell. Yeah. You know, it, it's not just, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he, he was trying to tell, uh, tell Godric to, you know, maybe chill, maybe cool it for just a Knock second. Hey son. 100%. Like you're, yeah, you're giving, <laughs> giving us a bad name. Yeah. Like yeah. we, we need to, we need to rip this castle down from the roots because you know, my, my fuck up son is in here you know, ruining the family name. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if this is supported by text or anything. And this is a gut thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never really ascribed the Godric, uh, or the, the Godfrey hive mind root, um, consciousness, the Godwin. Yeah. Or the yeah the Godwin rather yeah specifically uh, because he lacks soul yeah well well not just that because I I think that the within the fiction him being kind of tied up with this root system mm-hmm. and it emulating him I don't think it's like a conscious doing thing something on purpose yeah yeah I don't think it's conscious I think it's a force yeah you know it, it and part of that is just because it's spookier to me mm-hmm. so I'm I'm choosing it but yeah. the idea of this this force and this unhuman thing being a twisted mockery. Mm-hmm. Of, of its host yeah you know it just kind of works better for me yeah or you know like it, it could also be you know when people in the soul series go hollow they continue trying to do the thing that they were used that they were used to doing oh absolutely you know? so yeah. like he is not home but there is still something about his essence there is still something about this extended this extension of him that wants to go home Right. And yeah. so that is why this is here in the episode about the weeping peninsula. When I was talking about the dead, uh, walking, mm-hmm. um, uh, walking up to the sea and then walking back. Uh, this is what I think that they're, they're walking to. I think that, 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 that the dead raised by the death route down there wants to get to this, the closest get to get, get to this closest, you know, massive node of death route from through the ocean. I just think that like the, yeah, I think that they like the the dead who were called up on Weeping Peninsula. They're wanting to take the direct path, right? They're walking directly toward where Stormville is. You can see it from the beach, but they just they're undead, so they can't get around. So they're just walking to the ocean and then you know walking back. I gotta I gotta pull the map up again. Yeah, and take a look. It, it doesn't feel like it lines up to me, but I'll trust you if you've looked at it more recently mm-hmm. than I have. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't think my thinking was on that that beach and whipping peninsula was more kind of 
west facing mm-hmm. uh and stormvale was like a lot more northward no it's north facing okay. yeah okay yeah yeah, well, dang. Uh, <laughs> that makes a sense. The other ones, the other undead convoy that I found is definitely walking towards Stormvale, but it is not walking a uh, beeline. Yeah. You can run into a, I, I think I mentioned this during the episode, you can run into a convoy of undead up in Caled, mm-hmm. um, walking in front of the uh, the church with the tarnished eater. Yeah. Uh, there. But mm-hmm. they're just taking the road. Yeah. Well, you know, it's faster. They've got, they've got yeah. the road. They've got the straight shot. Yeah, it's faster and uh, above ground. And possible, yeah. And possible, yeah. Faster <laughs> and possible. Fast, possible. Yeah, yeah. This is the guarantee we offer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th- this is a big deal. You take this ladder at the end of this uh, and get up to the kitchen mm-hmm. here. Um, you're not original if you make snake uh, no. soapstone messages. The then, first time that happened, it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're done. Yeah. Stop. No. Go if, you, if, if, you, if you've seen somebody else do the joke, you do not have license to do the joke anymore. Yep. That means it's already been done infinite times. Yeah. Uh, when you go back to the, uh, the lift side chamber of grace here, uh, there's a lift that'll take you up to this area with these warrior jars here. Um, there's a big warrior jar in the back. Who's kind of hidden by shadows. Uh, this is this game's mimic. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned, uh, they're just jars. Um, they're real sweet. You're going to find a bunch of messages around that say, don't you dare. Those <laughs> messages are okay. Yep. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> And, uh, as you, uh, pass this way through this kind of like little channel, uh, through there, this will actually take us back towards the, uh, boss chamber. Yes. Here. This is we a, can pop in here and fight the boss if we'd like. Yeah. This is a back way to it though. You want to take the other way because, uh, you're going to get an NPC who ends up having their own quest line and will offer you assistance against Gotrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting in her own right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are some paths, uh, that like, uh, from here that will take you down around to the secret under, uh, under there. Um, but the main path is across from the lift side chamber, uh, down there that will is, you know, lined with the Hawks. There's uh, there are tons of them mm-hmm. there. Uh, but you hear somebody talking from a room off to the right as you're going. And as you walk in, there's this warrior woman, um, kind of, uh, mourning, um, speaking to the dead body of this banished knight who she recently vanquished saying, Oh, your only wrongdoing was your choice of master. Let the winds lift you to a higher place. So this is a person who does not kill lightly. A B they are associated with this land. The fact that she is venerating the winds means that she is of this place. Uh, we talked to her and this is somebody who is named Nefeli Lu, uh, the same surname as Hora Lu, one of the tarnished uh, champions from the, uh, from the intro. Yes. The, uh, the chieftain of the Badlands. She is a barbarian coded mm-hmm. uh, lady and talking to her, like she's gonna be very interesting. We're going to a lot of things with her. Uh, she's here on a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, she's an agent. You know, when you talk to her, she says she's here by decree of her father, but we don't know who her father is yet. Yeah. Um, and she was happy to come here because Godric is shitting on her homeland. Yeah. Um, the grafting is disgusting. Uh, you know, he's tainted these winds uh, if you're here to kill him, call on me. Like I would love to help. And I'm sure my father would permit it. Mm-hmm. So the characterization we're getting here, you know, very much, uh, obedient yeah. to her father at this point, she's going to go on a little arc yeah. uh, at this point and very tied to the past. Um, the idea of still venerating the winds here, uh, it's been a real long time. Extremely since the long. With the storm lords. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe give this up. Um, <laughs> when you, uh, 
there's also when so once you talk to her you can then summon her mm-hmm. um a little trick that i did on the first playthrough was uh you go talk to her and then you summon her and go clear out areas you haven't fucked with yet. Uh-huh. She's more than up to it. Uh, <laughs> yep. She's great. Uh, she will clear that courtyard for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to lure that troll back to the, to blow up in that, um, that, uh, treasure cache. Yeah. Uh, she can help you take out that home at night. Yeah. Uh, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I would not have thought to do that, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, she's great. <laughs> uh, very useful. And the nice thing about summoning a boss summon to clear a level uh, if you can do that, is that uh, if they die, you just rest at a bonfire and summon them again. Mm-hmm. There's no consequence. Like, you can refresh them. It's, yeah. Yep. Uh, there's no. There's no timer. It's not like your summons where they only work for certain areas. Mm-hmm. Like she just she'll just hang out. Yeah. Uh, it's a little tricky to get her to go up and down elevators with you, uh, but she will do it. Huh. So yeah, I would not yeah. have thought to try that. It's cool that that works. It's yeah. It's a, a cool pro tip for yeah. you. Um, but beyond her room, there's a troll that is standing, uh, guarding the stairway. Um, and, uh, there's that set of grace that we got to by taking the back way around. Um, I love just, man, the way that they have mostly, mostly eliminated boss runs in this is a very welcome change, especially for ease of use. It makes the times where they still have it infuriating. Baffling at the very least. Like, uh, we, we talked about, uh, reference red mage cast earlier. We just talked about that. And there is a, uh, hidden optional super boss mm-hmm. in the game that I uh, still have not beat that I'm hanging on to, yeah. uh, who has a really obnoxious boss run. <laughs> it's not difficult to get past the enemies, no. but it's long and requires platforming. And then there's a cutscene mm-hmm. uh, that you have to watch. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, they should never have done that. No, they're not doing themselves favors with that. Yes. Yeah. Enough, uh, enough of that stuff. Um, this one, you just walk out and, uh, and go into the boss arena. Uh, and when this is our introduction to the man of the hour, uh, Godric the Grafted. Well. so excited after all the shit that we talked about this guy <laughs> yeah uh, he doesn't he doesn't disappoint in terms i mean he disappoints his parents and disappoints everyone around him but yeah, he doesn't kingdom. disappoint in terms of you know a fight or the the cool cutscenes and shit that happened here oh yeah the the, the, the crapulence <laughs> yeah the, cra- the performance the crapulence of the performance is very good <laughs> oh my god what an insecure man <laughs> I love it. I love the, I love the reveal of him. Uh, you know, this stooped figure who looks like he's just, uh, you know, very wide. Uh, and then he takes off his cloak and you get to see that he's. Give me something in a wide man. Give me something in a wide man. Oh no. Wide with arms. Uh huh. Um, you know, when you, when you come in, we get this cutscene. Uh, it's in this little graveyard. Um, the feel, you know, uh, from soft is a little free with their graveyards. Yeah. Uh, 
I wouldn't change it, but it, there's not always a lot of logic to where graveyards are placed. <laughs> I, th- I think that um, the, the, there's uh, there, there should be a little bit more, um, uh, I don't know, structure to how the zoning laws work on these. There's no, yeah. Or, or like how many graves you can put on top of one another. True. true. It's just, it's very funny that in the uh, dungeon ecology of this castle, if you want to go from the fortress section to the throne room, you have to walk through the crumbling graveyard. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. to get there maybe as a ruler it it, uh, it keeps you uh mindful you know it's a memento mori um it's silly that every castle does it though because <laughs> you also have to walk through a big graveyard in rhea locaria and that's True. a fucking school <laughs> uh, like i i think it's just from being a little copy paste with graves yeah maybe because they look great and it's cool of course you know so, uh, i'm not going to give them credit for this yeah personally uh, but uh, but but uh, in, in the middle of this graveyard um is this uh, uh dragon that's a dragon that has been skewered onto an obelisk kind of a memorial here and this cloaked figure is kind of hunched over uh it's 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 hard to get a sense of how big he is at this point though he is obviously quite wide uh and he is yes. spe- he's speaking to the uh to the dragon uh saying mighty dragon thou art a true born heir lend me in thy strength o kindred deliver me unto greater heights uh, he has a lot of respect for dragons and given what we know about dragons and what worshiping them does, uh, this guy is just looking for, l- looking for power. <laughs> well, I mean, there's that, there's also, uh, you know, a, there was a dragon that was Elden Lord. Mm-hmm. This is also part of his, uh, simping for yes. legitimate authority Yeah, uh, in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this respect for dragons. It's like, he doesn't go through there's a very prescribed path yeah. for getting dragon pilled in this. Uh, he's taking <laughs> a, a, a more direct path. Yeah. He's, he, yeah. he's, he's doing his own version of this, which uh, it will happen in phase two. Uh, you know, when, when all you've got is a crafting knife, <laughs> every yeah, problem seems to be solved with crafting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. You go down, going down to the graph services table and <laughs> take care of it. Uh, him speaking in this kind of old, old English Mm-hmm. Uh, speak also lends that sense of affectation for him. Like it, <laughs> me thinks the lady is game. horny for my fedora. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's a yeah, there's a little miladying to this guy. <laughs> like a lot of people speak in that kind of thing, but he really turns it up. That's pompous. Uh, like the, like this guy, pompous. you know, the weapon arts attached to the items that you get from his remembrance yes. are you know bow before me and behold. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Um, yeah. so he, he, when he sees you, he turns and picks up his ax, uh, and we see him as like a grotesque parody, mm-hmm. you know, of, of Godfrey. Like he has this, uh, this braided hair, uh, similar, you know, mm-hmm. same color and everything, but he looks sick. He's got this weathered uh, face, sunken eyes, like purple patches on his skin. Yeah. Very corpsey as if your body was rejecting uh, the multiple arms you added to it. Uh, and they, that's what's happening. They show his arms. His arms are really fucked up. Mm-hmm. He throws off his cloak and there's a lot more arms, um, arms, legs, shoulders, all these things kind of just attached to him, uh, that are animate, but again, sickly. Yeah. Um, it's really striking and cool. How many arms does one person like that? They're not doing anything. It's not useful to you. <laughs> All it's done yeah, is just added to mass. <laughs> it does make you a monster in a Resident Evil kind of way. True. Yeah. You know, that that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Like, you know, him being like, this will give me more power reminds me of somebody injecting themselves with the T virus or the G virus. Yeah. It's like yeah. he's a, it's like a, he's a plastic surgery addict. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I only say that like half in jest, but like there's, there's something totemic about pursuing this. Like literally, you know, I am, I, I am incorporating their strength into me kind of without regard to, uh, you know, what it is actually doing to his form. He doesn't necessarily care as long as he can uh, appear powerful. Yeah. That uh, also a sub theme of the game, that idea of literally taking on the physical body of something. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what the jars do. Yeah. um, In order to gain its power. Yes. You know, Um, and we get this fight, which very similar to uh, for me to the market fight is something that uh, I grew to really like. Yes. Um, The he does use his extra arms sometimes in that, uh, because it wouldn't be Elden Ring if everything didn't roll around like Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he uses his arms for that, yeah. uh, which I really love. Yeah. That's a part of him being way more nimble than you would expect him to be given his girth. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's big. He's, he's pretty fast. Um, he has wind powers because he's in Stormvale and he has the weapon art mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, you know, it's uh, so it descended from Godfrey, right? Who probably yeah. incorporated the storm powers at some point. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we run into, uh, you know, the, the, uh, it's possible mm-hmm. for sure, uh, that he did. So I just assume that he found an ax. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Like uh, he, he fights no, with no a joke. Like it yeah. sounds like a joke, but I, I, I just think, I think that yeah, he's not yeah. that thoughtful. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he uses it very naturally. It is an extension of the way he moves and attacks, which is again, part of his deceptive nature. Like he has way more reach than you would expect him to, even with his gigantic axe. Um, these axe combos are relatively easy to dodge. Uh, the tricky thing, the thing that, uh, I think this boss, one of the things I think is teaching you is jumping as a defensive. Yes. Uh, thing. It's it's not as central as it is in Sekiro, and there isn't a specific tutorial for it. Mm-hmm. But he does these ground pounds a lot uh, that will escalate in complexity the number of times he does it, and they're totally obviated by jumping. It's yeah. like the easiest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, they end up being huge openings. Yeah, uh, for him once you figure out that like I don't have to create distance. It's not an AOE. Yeah. It's it's a ground attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So like I don't have to. You know I'm. De- I'm denying myself opportunities by moving away. I, I can actually use this as a, you know, as a way to get in while he is otherwise busy. Yeah. Uh, I love it when he does the Sonic roll, uh, and roll and does the, uh, the big slam on you. It's a, it's a huge opportunity to get in damage. Uh, and it just looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wind like whips up around him, you know, to, to make it more powerful. Yeah. Uh, there, mm-hmm. uh, we mentioned before you can have Nefeli Lou with you. Uh, she'll do great. Mm-hmm. For this, she's very helpful. Uh, she can't like solo the boss or anything like that. You have to team no, up. No, but she can help a lot. Yeah, his his AOEs are too much for her. Yeah, he has a second phase, and the transition's incredible. I love it so much. He starts uh, screaming, uh, and it's kind of hard depending on the angle because you're still fighting him at this point. It's not yeah, a the, like the, the, this action uh, starts before the cutscene comes in, so it's it's tough to figure out what you've done or what he is attempting to do. I, I just, I didn't know what he was doing. He's just like kind of whining. I thought I just staggered him, right? <laughs> so you get in front of him and then you see that he's actually, he's cut off his arm. Yeah. You would like, he slams th- the ax on himself through, through, through the process of the fight. His left arm has become useless to him. Um, so, yep. in, you know, just again, if all you've got is grafting, uh, we're going to cut this bad limb off and you know, what's the nearest thing to me? Well, let's rip off this dragon head and pop that bad boy on there and boom, uh, we have a new limb and yes, he has dragon powers. Now he can do flame stuff. It's stolen valor. 
like in a literal sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he he's still just as as pompous mm-hmm. in the the world of Elden Ring, where there's like being a warrior has honor, and you know there there's lip service paid to like oh you've trained and you are you've never known defeat. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there's a little bit of that like shown in anime. You know, lives only to fight. Yes, kind of, kind of stuff uh, in this series that is not never my favorite thing, mm-hmm. uh, but I accept that that is part of the values of this world. Within the values of this world, there's nothing more pathetic than just having something else fight for you. Yeah, by sticking it on you like this, mm-hmm. it, it's a huge pity, pitiable action. And Godric's story is all about shortcuts, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you Even know, shit. Yeah. You know, it's uh, yeah. just okay. D- d- dra- dragons are cool. Dragons are powerful. How can I be like them other than to literally put one of them onto me to make, you know, yes. to, to, to make them a part of me, you know? Um, and that, that, that has been his approach to his approach to everything. Yeah. Uh, I like how that is, uh, that, how that is rolled in and does become a part of him. So, you know, as much as the, the wind powers were a natural extension of him, the flame incorporates into that quite nicely. All of a sudden, all of his wind attacks have a flame aspect to them now. They're both like wind isn't an ele- or isn't an elemental yeah. thing that you can guard against in this game, but right. flame is. Yes. Uh, he also does an attack that uh, I don't think this boss is that hard, but I'm embarrassed to admit how long it took me to figure out how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he just slow walks towards you, whipping his flamethrower back and forth. Yeah. Um, it felt like if I was caught on the wrong side of this, I was just kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I eventually learned like the the trick is to not get caught on the wrong side of it. Yeah. Like when he first he he'll always do this at the beginning of his for his second phase, and you can make distance. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, you run back up to the beginning of the arena, but from then on, I need to be close enough that I can always get behind him if he starts doing this. Yeah. It's very easy for this to stun lock you mm-hmm. uh, if you get caught in the middle of it. Yeah, because the sweep is just so slow that it's gonna you know it'll it'll, it'll uh, damage damage you continuously. Uh, cause there's not yeah. that much of a way to get around it. If he, if you can get outside the arc, he's committed to the, uh, to the sweep that he does. Um, and it's a, yes. it's, it's an opening. You just have to hope he doesn't do the, uh, big gout of flame, uh, kind of like wedge attack, um, in the area in front of him as you get up close yeah. as a follow up. Uh, you also have to really hope he, the, that the dragon jaws don't get you. Cause that, uh, boy, that's instant death. If it happens, at least it was for me. Yeah. He's got, he's got a grab where uh, the jaws grab you and he sets you on fire. Yeah. Uh, while you're in the jaws, uh, it hurts a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually you can take him down. Uh, he's, I think he's a little easier than Margit. Yeah. Uh, in terms of moveset, like substantially easier than Margit actually, mm-hmm. um, which is an interesting choice again. Uh, but that's because they're teaching you different things, mm-hmm. you know, uh, go, you can level up versus, Hey, you should jump as well. Yeah. Um, the, uh, <laughs> And when he dies, he does uh, something I was thinking about, the way that he kind of begs and he's a figure of pathos mm-hmm. in the end. Uh, contrast him with Mikolash oh. for uh, bosses that have dialogue. Uh, Mikolash is a pathetic figure as well, who is mm-hmm. not like a good person by any means, but still, for us at least, uh, managed to elicit sympathy. Yeah. You know, just through pure, when I say pathos, I mean the literal definition, like being pathetic. Yeah. Uh, through that uh he doesn't get that godrick doesn't get this uh and the game bends over backwards to make sure he doesn't oh yeah no. you know when when he dies and says like you know uh someday we will be i or i am the lord of all that is golden yep uh 
you know, it's just like, it's huge. I am convincing myself of something, mm-hmm. you know, Miko Lash, when he dies, he, ad- he recognizes. He admits there's not, there's nothing for him outside of the dream. If he wakes up, it's all yeah. gone. It's all ruined. Uh, even in his last breath, Godric won't do that. Yeah. He's still insisting. Like if I say loud enough mm-hmm. that I am Godfrey, yeah. you know, I am the, then it will be true. Yeah. You know, it is uh, nothing that you do, not even this defeat, not even the things that I've done to myself will divert this adulation, the status that is due to me from coming to me. You know, you, you and everybody else are irrelevant to the fact of my parentage, which is enough for me. Yeah. Uh, And, and compare him, not just, you know, so you can compare to Mikulash within the series, the, other mandatory bot we fought boss we fought is Margaret, mm-hmm. who when you beat him takes you seriously yes uh godric doesn't his only move is to keep talking yeah it's it's like heisenberg <laughs> you know? yeah. like, godric tell me one more fucking time that you did it all for family <laughs> say it one you know? more time <laughs> oh man what a piece of shit i'm glad he's gone yeah. and i'm glad his body gets pissed on <laughs> Just, just, yeah, just an incredible, I, FromSoft has never hated anyone more than this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you beat him, uh, you get, uh, his great rune. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about those mechanically. Yes. Uh, it's kind of rings. You have to pay a resource to keep them on mm-hmm. there, but you do have to activate them. Uh, it's yeah. not activated at first. We'll, we'll talk about that. And I think it's probably a good place to wrap up this episode when we get there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Um, but we also get his soul. Uh, these are called remembrances. Yeah. In this. Um, you can get a bunch of runes, uh, and you, or you can take them to a, uh, a, speci- a specific blacksmith who we'll meet next episode to get a, uh, special weapons or spells. Mm-hmm. Um, the choice around this is a lot easier because you can copy them. Yeah. You've got the turtle kinkos. Yes. Like I don't, I don't feel bad about consuming these for souls if I need them. Right. You know, if a couple extra levels would be better for me than having both these things, I'll do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Also, all of the items on them tend to be really specific as well. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so not going to work for all your builds. Mm-hmm. Specifically, it takes a long time until you start finding a dex weapon. Yeah. Uh, from these. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you read his remembrance and it calls him a feeble man, uh, sought power through the grotesque act of crafting. One day we'll return together to our home bathed in rays of gold. Uh, he's not talking about Stormvale. Uh, you kind of get the sense he hates there. He hates it there. He wants yeah. to be at the seat of the earth tree. He wants to be in Lindell, the place that he had to flee from. Yeah. Uh, shit rolls downhill. Like, <laughs> the same thing that happened to him is what he did to uh, Edgar and Morn. Yeah you know, installed him in, in this, uh, this kind of satellite state. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the stuff you can get from him, they're named again, they're named after the weapon arts are named after his sayings. <laughs> I command uh, thee kneel. <laughs> yeah. The, the, he can, you can do the earthquake thing where you pound it through. It's called, I command thee kneel, or, uh, you can get the dragon fist, the mm-hmm. dragon arm, uh, which gives you bear witness, <laughs> which allows you to do the, uh, the fire attack. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, never mm-hmm. found a use for either of them, but, uh, again, I like the characterization. Give me anything that negs him, uh, including what happens if you reload the area, Gastok, uh, who served under Godric and, you know, draw the conclusion. He probably wasn't very good to his commoners. Uh, Godric is here stomping on, I mean, it, it is implied to be what were like the meager remains of Godric. He is there ranting about how pathetic Godric was, you know, God, you know, yeah. Gastok wants to be free. 
Yeah. Big uh, quitting. Yeah. You know, telling off your boss energy uh, here. Um, past this, uh, there's a throne room here. Uh, it's very simple. It's barely adorned. Uh, what's interesting is content was patched into this. Uh, when you first go here, you get the little uh, round table hold symbol. That's like, mm-hmm. you can't attack here. Yeah. Um, and there's no reason for this. Yeah. For up until patch like 103, when they added the end of Nefeli Lu's quest line. Yes. Yeah. Um, as is, it was just a weird spot. <laughs> you could walk through. Yeah. It's literally just a vestibule to Liernia, uh, which is behind there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, in the back of this through here, there are them crypts. You can go down into and talk to one of the, uh, forlorn spirits. Yeah. I, I, I laughed out loud when I saw what it said. Uh, it says maiden, dear maiden, where are you? Please take my grapes. <laughs> Just my wets. Uh, all my grapes gone. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Kidnapped all my grapes. <laughs> uh, and there is a, uh, the, the, the first of the Shiburi grapes that we find nearby. Uh, this is the unburst eye of somebody who was afflicted with the, uh, the frenzied flame. And it says, give it to the blind maiden, uh, to guide her to the distant light. Uh, we're going to yes. find a use for that at the beginning of Liernia, which we can get to, uh, out the back yeah. here. Yeah, we we uh we talked about uh, that a little bit when we talked about Edgar and Irina. Yes. Um and it's also we talked about this before, but it's worth mentioning. You don't have to go through this state to Liernia. Nope. There's that side path. Uh, yeah. this is just the uh, proper path. So technically an optional boss. Is it everything um, that I've seen looking up um implies that you have to defeat Godric uh to get through. Yeah, defeat. What I saw was two. Yes. Uh two bosses. Mm-hmm. Um and you have access to to more than two bosses without defeating Godric. Yes. Uh, Godric does not seem to, uh, to gatekeep anything. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't, I have not seen that. Yeah. I, I don't see why you wouldn't, mm-hmm. but I, I, I don't think that he's technically mandatory. I'll yeah. have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure if you can do, uh, oh yeah. I, 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 yeah. We, we know their names. I'm not sure if you can do Rinala and Radon, um, and get the, get the, get the, uh, um, the lift to go, but I know you can do them first. Yeah. And you also don't need to get the lift to go. True. To, to move on. So I, I'm actually like pretty sure this guy is uh optional. Yeah. Well it's um, not it's not even just the lift. You've all you you also when you get to the base of the earth tree. Yeah, I just I think this is just one of those things. I've not specifically tested what will open that, and the uh, the information that I found has been uh has been contradictory. Yeah, it's worth looking up. Mm-hmm. Um before we continue this, uh the last thing we're gonna do here um is in that courtyard. The very beginning with the uh, the ballistas, there is a path off to the side of that. Yes. Uh, there's a path um, we didn't take because the end of it would have been blocked off to us. Now that we have the great, the great rune, uh, a door at the end of this will open. Uh, but, uh, yes. you know, uh, if you thought like, hey, why didn't you guys talk about the Lion Guardian? Uh, the, that guy sucks. Um, well, now we're going to talk about it because it's here. <laughs> he does suck. He's a Beavis who needs to settle down. Yeah. Uh, I hate fighting these things. I don't, it feels like you're not meant to a little bit. Like <laughs> a lot of times they're, uh, in, so this guy is in an area where we can run past him, uh, into the ceremonial chamber where there's a, uh, side of grace, but he can't get through the final set of doors. A lot of times when you run into them, th- you're up on ramparts and they are down in the middle of mm-hmm. a, a courtyard. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like you're supposed to fight these things fair. No. 
to me. Um, and I hate fighting them there because they don't have cooldowns. No. Uh, really. Like, they're just, they, it's one of those things where uh, when FromSoft games are badly tuned, one of the most frequent potholes I think they step in is just not, is just giving enemies too much stamina. Yeah. You know? Uh, these guys have so much stamina. Wow. Uh, it's it's a big lion with a sword tied to its arm. N- now I understand all those people who get mad at PVP, like who get really angry when people um are one are one spam. This these things just are one spam, don't they? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the same like a lot of enemies yeah. in this. Like the ones that are, you know, that's essentially what the uh ulcerated tree spirits are doing. Yeah. It's just their R1 is like a little boogie <laughs> it's a, it's a cool. little boogie oh. that may or may not also do a mostly instant death grab attack yeah yeah it's a fire scoot that might instant death you <laughs> uh i don't you know in, in my wildest dream i can't even it, it's hard to describe these things move sets because they're just jumping at you and flailing wildly yeah it looks like noise yeah uh to me mm-hmm. uh, too fast doesn't work yeah, yeah. Uh, but this will drop an old fang. This is a uh, uh, crafting item. I like the description on this because, again, drawing a distinction between beast and beast, uh, lowercase mm-hmm. b versus capital B. Uh, these multiple overlapping fangs grow from a single root. Perhaps they're a vestige of the primordial crucible. You know, just, yeah, there is a special kind of beast that we're going to be running into. Yeah. Uh, and it makes sense uh, for the, this guy because he kind of looks a little bit uh, like the Misbegotten, yeah. which are crucible-touched uh, monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, not demi-humans, just evil little creepy critters. <laughs> uh, not evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this, this guy is evil. Well, okay. Like, <laughs> you stuck yeah. around with Godric, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Those harpies that were just uh, in uh, Morn were, I guess they were subjugated. Yeah, they were pretty that's evil the thing. Me. Yeah. Uh, and they, they also were enslaving those, uh, those miners. Mm, true. So they, they just got to the top of the, uh, the food chain and just became just as evil. Hey, you know, and is somebody culpable, culpable for, co- for committing, uh, or, uh, being, participating in a cycle of violence? Not why well, I see you, you, I, you criticize Castle more and you, you participate in it. <laughs> 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 the, uh, when you get past this guy, uh, this is our first divine tower. Yes. Uh, a recurring game element. These are all over the fucking place uh-huh. in terms of uh, how important they are and what kind of gameplay there is. Yeah. Um, the lore community has lost their fucking mind about divine towers. Yeah. To a certain degree. <sighs> it's interesting. Cause it's like, I, it's not that I don't think that they're important, but I think that the importance of them is really overstated. Yeah. Uh, so much so that like, you know, people draw them or literally doing, you know, maps with threads and, and DAX yeah. to find where they all meet. And like, Oh, when were they built? Like trying to get down, get them down to uh, specifics. Yeah. Uh, the fact that like some of these are dungeons, some of them are hidden. And you just teleport to them. Like they feel really catches catch can to me. Yeah. Uh, the fact that like for the one that you use for, for millennia, you have to just teleport to it from like almost a random place. Yeah. Uh, to get there, it does not feel like there is that much, there is as much meaning or meaning in the ways that people think there is meaning mm-hmm. to them, to me. Yeah. No, it's the, the, the fact that there is very little commonality, even in what is found at the top of them, um, yeah. is, uh, uh, makes it hard for me to like immediately like get a reckon on what's going on here, which makes the fact that they've been latched onto as, 
you know, this potentially potent vein for answers, uh, kind of, kind of, kind of strange because it does feel like this feels a little bit like the wandering mausoleums insofar as like it serves mostly a gameplay purpose to me. Uh, when I, when I, when I look at it, like, oh yeah, this is a place where you go to activate those runes. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's somewhere between those two things yeah. for, you know, for me, like it, it's definitely, you know, we're going to run into ones that are guarded, uh, by Godskin. Mm-hmm nobles and that makes a lot of sense yes right like they they do not want you to charge up your rune and and get anywhere closer to any kind of divinity yeah uh there uh this one is just guarded by uh one of these golems a bunch a bunch um, of these golems it's like three at yeah, once you have to fight <laughs> yeah, so several of these golems uh which we uh they're just set up like they don't have a faction no that is clear um they're set up to guard things but like if a godskin apostle is guarding something and one of these goals is golems is guarding something yeah it gets harder to nail it down like yeah. it ends up feeling a little bit more inconsistent it ends up being so i mean it's not just the three that you fight here on this bridge uh that are there there are multiple dead ones here as well um yes. who would be motivated i feel like i'm talking like q here i don't know the answers to this i'm not trying to like guide you to uh guide you to a conclusion that i've already got this is literally just i i have no idea um who would have put these dumb instruments here um you know to try and keep you away from what is at the top of this you know godric knows if you have his rune he's already dead um so yeah. why would he be trying to stop you right um yeah yeah, no idea. It, it also, it, it's a thing too, where, uh, from soft will do a thing sometimes where they will make gameplay considerations later yeah. that muddy up water. So like maybe at one point in this game, these golems only guarded areas where it would make sense. Yeah. And then they needed a boss for that one catacomb. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and they just like threw them in there. Like mm-hmm. one of the things that has always been a consistent frustration to, to me and the, the Soulsborne lore community is the uh, not allowing for the idea that anything can be arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I get that's part of the fun for some people. I, I really do think that from makes those arbitrary decisions, leaves in things from previous drafts mm-hmm. and such in order to create this kind of air of mystery that supports yeah. like the fun in part of guessing around this stuff. But I do think that a lot of things there just isn't a textual. Yeah. It's not an equation. And, and and part of part of analyzing these games for me anyway is kind of know, knowing when to uh, unlatch and stop stop shaking the squirrel, you know. Yes. Like okay, a squirrel's dead. I need to move on to something else. Yeah, there are a lot of squirrels. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, there are a lot of things to chew on, and uh, some of them you can just chew forever. Yeah. And not get there. I, I've, and if there is an answer there, I hope the I hope people find them. That's just you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I you know it there. I guess it's like the kind of answer. There are answers that uh, lower kind of issues in Soulsborne games that happen question first and ones that come answer first. Right. You know, so the uh, to me, the goal of figuring out the divine towers isn't to what could plausibly contain all these things. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not a challenge to see if I can come up with a sentence that just includes all the stuff. Mm hmm. You know, yeah. uh, because it, you could, you could come up with a hypothetical for almost anything. Yeah. You know, like that's, it's, you know, if you add enough of your own stuff, you can make anything. Um, it's finding something that feels in the spirit and that is supported by the text. Yeah. Um, and you know, makes sense and also seems worth doing. 
that, you know, that, that last cool. that last one is the is 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 the big one because to me much less interesting than like a grand purpose of all of these towers together is you, you know well that, that is less cool than you know to me the temptation of the answer behind what does each of these what does each of these towers contain of the person whose great rune they activate um you know yeah. like yeah just like like what why is the benediction why is the power separated from you know from from these uh the, the, the people who carry the shards right um you know we're gonna find different things at the top of them like what does that speak to about their different conditions right that to me yeah. is you know way more important because it reflects on the characters as opposed to the world and that speaks to my own particular biases as a character first person as opposed to a you know a world's you know a world building bible uh kind of kind of deal well, yeah or just a person who is uh emotional truth before literal truth True. Like yeah. we're we're not trying to solve these equations and right. know what the right thing is. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not very interesting. Yeah. Uh it it's it's more about um what is you know, I trust this developer enough to be working with theming and emotion and ideas more than just a literal plot where once you get the timeline in order, it's just a, a done a complete sentence. Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't really think that's of interest to them. And I'm always surprised that's of such interest to fans. Mm -hmm. You know, but it, it's it really is. And these these towers really show show that. And like more than just even them having the different things, like one of them's a straight up, like really interesting, but really fucking weird dungeon. Yeah. That you go into. Like, and once I found that, I was like, oh, like they're all gonna be like that. Mm -hmm. No. No. You know, uh I was like, where where do you find the interior space of this one? You don't. <laughs> You you just you get past the uh, the golems, you ride a very long elevator. Uh, the bridge is actually broken uh, here, yeah. so we have to take a a, a way gate uh, here. That just felt like if if that reflects on God, uh, Godric, it just Godric being more shitty. Uh, they have to patch it up. Mm -hmm. um, the shocking thing is you get to the top and there are uh, two dead fingers or yeah. a dead two fingers. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Here. Uh, it is it, it is a singular um, creature. They're joined uh, uh, at the finger crotch, and in the finger crotch is the glowing um, uh, power, the rune uh, that is uh, hanging there in the air that will activate your great rune. That'll make it equipable. Uh, this great rune is incredible. Oh, it's so good. It's five extra levels. Uh-huh. Uh, for every stat. Uh, wildly, that, that's wildly powerful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so much so that it kind of feels like a trap. Like you can make your build where you need to have this on. Yeah. In order to use like a particular spell. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like I, and then I died and, and I forgot that I hadn't reactivated my great rune. Mm -hmm. Uh, just, it's not that interesting, like, yeah. but they gave you a very powerful, simple one right in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and one that remains useful throughout the rest of the game. I mean, this was my Absolutely. primary, this was my primary rune just because it is so generally applicable. Whereas the other ones that you find are going to be either specifically for, um, a particular gameplay mechanic, um, or, uh, very, um, per you know, particular in how they're going to be used, uh, like in a combat kind of scenario. Yeah. Uh, something that's worth, uh, not to like specifically respond to this person on, on the uh, Patreon, but something that is an idea worth engaging with uh, because, and we didn't talk about it before because it didn't show up mm -hmm. until now um, is that uh, when we talked about uh, the three fingers, mm -hmm. 
a little bit. We talked about that being a mockery. Um, several people are like, I always read it as uh, that just it all being part of the hand. Like the three fingers were separated from the two fingers. Yeah. Uh, and they're all part of a hand. Uh, to me, the reason why I don't believe that is because there are so many instances of the two fingers. Yes. Um, this is the first we actually run into, but spoilers, there are more. Yeah. Um, Th- this was the first uh, that, I, that I ran into. I didn't find the ones that were alive until after this. So when I walked to the top and this thing that was spoken about as if it was God was dead. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a bit great. of a moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I found the other ones first because of that fucking lion. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, Oh fuck this. And then I just went and did other stuff for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but he, uh, uh, there are multiple copies of this also in item depictions of the two fingers. They have legs sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's literally a hand. Sometimes they're like two, two fiths of a hamburger helper <laughs> and a guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. the, the the other thing it's a, like that is a good idea um the like okay the, the three would be remaining you know like what I, what is left behind after the two fingers ascend uh but we see lots of hands that have way more than two fingers on them as well That's there's true too. Th- there's, there's nothing there's nothing or that, that we see lots of hands that have way more than five fingers there's nothing saying that whatever this is that you know five fingers would be you know, would be the total the that, that, that would remain. Yeah. So that, that that's, that's part of what makes me like a, a little bit reticent to um, embrace that theory a uh, whole, whole cloth or, you know, wholeheartedly let's say, uh, yeah. although I do, you know, I, that didn't occur to me and I, I appreciate the cleverness behind it. It, it occurred to me. And then I eventually was like, nah, that is cool. But I don't think that's what it is. Yeah. The, um, we didn't even talk about this. Uh, Godric has six fingers as well. Yes. Um, so I don't know. I can't, I don't know if you can see enough detail to know if, like he's literally just grafted on like double pinky uh-huh. or if he just had six fingers. Yeah. Uh, Cause he might. Yeah, it's possible. Could be, he could be a Hemingway demigod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could have polydactyly. <laughs> if I had an extra pinky, it would be entirely an inconvenience. Oh yeah. I well, would I mean, gain no more power and I would not, I would have a harder time resting my hands. But imagine the guitar solos, Gary. Yeah, that, that's true. I could really shred. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, the, right the, now I can barely shred at all. The, I mean, well, I mean, uh, you, you you play keyboard. I mean, just imagine the chords that you can make if you had an extra finger. Yeah, everyone's playing sixth, <laughs> diminished sixth. But what about diminished six sevenths? Mm. You know, get that octave uh, reach in. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> really dissonant and ugly. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is how you get the power. Uh, this is how you have activated yeah. your first of the great runes, uh, the first of your shards of the uh, of the Elden Ring. And there's uh, there are more mm-hmm. answers awaiting us because a door is opened in Roundtable Hold. But that is where we're going to have to leave it. Yeah. Uh, so next uh, episode is going to be our response episode. Mm-hmm. We talk about Stormvale, Godric, all this stuff, and then after that we will uh, go back to Roundtable. Um, we will do the beginning of Liernia, meet some new NPCs. Yeah. Uh, and start our quest into the swamp. Mm-hmm. Heading toward heading toward the uh, vaunted academy, Raya Lucaria, seeing why they kicked all the mages out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also a really great uh, legacy dungeon. So good. All of them are good except for one. <laughs> uh, we're very spoiled. Yes. For those things. Um, this timed out about right. I think that we can probably expect the legacy dungeons mm-hmm. to be two-parters yeah. from here on out. Um, and then with things like Shaded Castle or what have you, 
being like one parter plus surrounding area. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Those dominate yeah. a region so much that it makes sense to, you know, put those in the regional episodes. It's also a bigger castle. Like it's bigger than Morn. Yes. You know, it's not a fort, uh, but it's it's bigger than Morn. There are a couple of like in-betweenies. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Keep an eye out for that post. Uh, we'll be putting up a post if you have thoughts about Stormvale it's, and uh, want your stuff read on the listener response episode. It's possible that we may we may be the the, the, the deadline has passed just because of recording ahead and stuff. So, yeah, by the time you hear this uh, this specifically, but yes. hopefully you uh, you read. And if if that did pass, uh, keep an eye out for future ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know now we know the rhythm when we're coming up on Lyernia. You know uh, if you have things to say when to. Start thinking about it, mm-hmm. and if you're uh, if you're if you're getting this, you also get the uh, the alert when the post goes up. So, yeah. Uh, anything else? Not that uh, I can think yeah. of, other than ratings or reviews, if you can, and telling your friends. Um, all of that yeah. is uh, is is welcome, and uh, I would say necessary. Uh, if not necessary, then appreciate it. Very appreciated. Yeah. I think it's necessary. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and check out the other shows, please do. You know, uh, we we think they're good and worthwhile. They're not for everybody, but you should at least give them a shot. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking, uh, you know, like yeah, they went weekly, but that is not a that, that that is not enough. I want more game content and stuff. Watch out for fireballs is there for you. There there's lots of other stuff there. Uh, until next time, what should they do? Just try and be better than Godric. It's a low bar, but you got to start somewhere. We all pray that we will have far more soon.